Thanks for pressing play. I'm Gem Swallow and this is Quirky Gems Podcast. Here you'll find conversation, environment, day-to-day life, curiosities, the things I come across and try, and current events coming to you every Thursday from Southampton, UK. So let's get stuck in. Have you ever wanted to hear your advert played on Quirky Gems Podcast? Maybe you're a blogger, fellow podcaster, small business or author? Check out my Etsy shop, etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash made by gem or direct message me on Twitter or Instagram. It's at Radio Gem. So I'm feeling like going for a walk, but I don't know what to do with my hair. Hmm. Why not get a ponytail beanie from Made by Gem on Etsy? Ooh. Speedy delivery and hand knitted. Ooh, I'll check that out. Yeah, etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash made by gem. <laughs> Sorted. Can you imagine if historical events as we know them had played out differently? Well, things are connected, right? Dominoes fall in a certain way. What if historical figures had led different lives? What if historical events had not happened? Check out the new book, Slender Threads by L.G. Parker, published by Scimitar Edge, available to buy now in paperback and on Kindle. Link available on Gem's Linktree. Take three. (laughs) It's been one of the mornings, I'll tell you. It's been one of the mornings where you think you're going to say one thing and then it comes out completely gobbledygook. So let's start and hopefully the third time we'll be lucky. That's the thing about here at Quacky Gems Podcast. It's not edited. What you see is pretty much what you get. So let's start, shall we? I am Gem Swallow. Greetings. How are you? I hope you're doing well. You're listening to Quirky Gems Podcast, yeah? The madness that is. The thing that you tune in weekly for, maybe that'll put a bit of a smile on your face, or that as you do the ironing, perhaps even the hoovering, or maybe I'm sat with you at your desk while you work, I guarantee you'll be rolling your eyes or I'll make you laugh. If one of those happens, then I've done my job right. So in this episode, we're talking about social media and life. We are. Because... I want to touch on social media a lot this year because I'm fascinated by it. That's life's, I mean, to be honest, that is what it is in a nutshell. I'm going to give you a bit of disclaimer, okay? So I'm going to be talking about this a lot in the future. So if you're into social media yourself, maybe use it. We're going to talk about how we use it. Don't you worry about that. But if you use it in a way that, you know, maybe it's for work or for socialising, then make sure you hit the follow button wherever you're listening because you won't want to miss this. So I was thinking about this because though I myself, and you know, if you listen here at Quirky Gems Podcast, you'll know I'm not a fan of this word. I am a millennial. Yes, I was born in the latter end of the 80s. Don't hold that against me though. And so with that, I really didn't grow up with social media. I'm fascinated by the thing that is around us all the time. And I'm going to let you into a little secret. You're going to want to tune in for next week's episode. That is all I can say because I am going to be talking about this a little bit more. So uh, that's all I can tell you at the moment. But I'm not sworn to secrecy or anything. I just just like, you know, (laughs) dangling the carrot and being like, follow me, follow me. (laughs) 
yeah, so social media. I didn't grow up with it. It came into my life when I was in my early 20s, I think it was. And if you're an avid listener, you probably have heard me talk about it before. But I'm fascinated that we all have a design. For ha- I mean, a design. That was a wrong D word. The device. That was the word I was going for. A device, perhaps even more than one, on our person daily that we can connect to people we've probably never even met before. And so with this, I wanted to look at it and how it affects our lives. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the attractive. You know, I mean, that's a new one. I just made it up there on the spot, but you get my drift. So let's look at it for what it is. It's a new year. It's the second week. We've made it to the second week of January. If you're listening in the future, hi, I'm not there yet. Okay, so you're listening to me in 2022. If you're listening to me in the future, greetings, how do, I'm not there yet. So we just begun, God, now I've got the carpenters singing in my head. Well, that was a new one. We've just, oh, I'm Britney Spears, but I digress. So we just begun the new year, 2022. And I was thinking about this and thinking about, I wonder... If when people were thinking about the resolutions, I also have an episode on that that I've just done. If you want to go on back wherever you're listening to, you can find it there. Give it a play, you know, why not? And I was thinking that with social media, I wonder if people have factored in their social media usage and how they use it and their plans for social media, because even some people have a plan. I wonder if people have factored that in to 2022 so let me kind of give you a little bit of context I wonder if when you were thinking okay it's a new year will I be spending a little bit more time on social media will I be spending a little less time on social media or would I be kind of you know tweaking it a bit so that I can use it in the way that benefits me most When I look at social media for myself I look at my relationship with it now I'll be honest with you I find it interesting because like I said I didn't grow up with it I grew up when I was a child I grew up with an imagination and one thing I do one thing I do notice is that when you grow up with imagination you realize that the content you see coming through on social media and specifically you know Instagram when you look at what's coming through and what people are putting out there You can see how when you have an imagination, if you nurture it, much like everything else in your life, if you nurture it and you play with it, it's kind of like, you know, if you use it, use it or lose it, you know? And for me, I find it curious because when it comes to social media, much like everything, I was I was that child where we didn't have a computer. We weren't plopped down in front of a computer where, you know, we could play a game and we were left there. Now, to be honest, I will say this, that when I was in my latter teens, my brother did have games consoles and that was as close to kind of it could, you know, how close it could get. But with that, that was more of an intimate experience because me and my brother would, you know, play a, a game on his PlayStation or Nintendo or whatever. And... You know, I, you had siblings you could do that with socially. So you kind of built up social skills in that way. But when it comes to social media, you're having your creative aspect, your creative juices are flowing, but you're sharing that with perfect strangers. So it's curious because now I'm in my 30s. 
and I'm thinking that creative aspect that you have when you're a child doesn't leave it just evolves with you and it grows with you but it's fascinating how we use it so when I look at my relationship with it it kind of goes into the other aspect of how I use it and with that I use it specifically to be honest to give a little bit of snapshot as to what I'm doing so I have a way of you know how I live my life. So if you don't know a little bit of a disclaimer, I have chronic health conditions. I don't really brag about them because I think that there's still a taboo subject around that. When I look at my health, it's a massive part of who I am. And I think this year in particular, 2022, is going to be, you know, one of them things of I'm going to have to sit with it and maybe it's going to become like a journey, much like everything. And there's no time frame on that. But for me, it's a journey of trying to fit my health, as I mentioned in the episode with resolutions, trying to fit my health and trying to fit my life around what I can and can't do. And so how I use social media, I use it to share things that I'm interested in. So if you haven't followed me yet on Instagram, I share, you know, I have a love of pre-loved clothes. I love putting things together, outfits, because to me, it kind of goes into mindset of, if you wear something, for example, let me just share with you today. So <laughs> a little bit on the topic, but let's breach it out a little bit. So for me, in 2020, I think it was, the day before Christmas Eve, I got a package that I bought from eBay. And in there, there was this jumper. And this jumper has a polar bear on it. Now, I am not one usually to wear jumpers with animals on them if you know me well you'll know I love a graphic t-shirt but it's not really the weather yet so I'm saving all those for when spring eventually rolls around but I found this jumper and it has a little bit of sequinage on it you know it's got a little bit of sparkle so I thought okay that will that'll make me feel a bit you know put together and stuff and so today is the first day I've worn it and as I look down at said jumper it's an experience. <laughs> I like it because it's warm, but it's something that I wouldn't normally otherwise wear. So when it comes to Instagram, I share what I've made, you know, from my shop, Made by Gem. You can find that on Etsy. And I also share my journey with pre-loved because I enjoy putting items together that you really can't find in the shops anymore. And if you know me, I am an eBay chick. Yes, I've self-titled myself an eBay chick. So with that, <laughs> there, are, there are worse things to call yourself, but I just choose to call myself that, you know, as one does. So with that, I use my Instagram and my social medias for work, i.e., you know, the podcast. And I kind of put my podcast and my Etsy shop together because they're both something that for me classifies as a small business. And some people, you know, I, I remember, I think it was last year, I did an episode called You Can Be More Than One Thing. And I think I've evolved from that. So for me, it's more about sharing what I make and what I am. It's kind of behind the scenes of what I'm doing. And so for me, I have, I have limitations as to what I share. And I know that I did an episode last year with uh, Jordan Lee, Life of a Glasgow Girl, and we both said that, you know, there are limitations as to what we can share or what we choose to share online. 
so you won't see pictures of my family unless there's a real reason for it. And it's basically creating boundaries. So when we look at the relationship and how we use something and, you know, how we do it day to day, it's about creating boundaries. And I don't know about you, but in a work environment, you don't usually see, unless they work with someone, you know, unless you work with your significant other or a family member, you don't usually see someone that you're working with. If you think about who your, you know, your parents work with or your partner works with or whoever, you don't usually see them unless you're popping in to get like a spare pair of keys you may have forgotten or whatever. But it's not something that you might hear about them, but you can't really put a face to a name. So with me, Instagram I use as like a window into maybe my working life, I guess you could say, because it's a snapshot of what I'm doing. And it's also a way of connecting with my listeners and connecting with potential customers as well. And also, I think, because personally, a lot of, for me, I kind of think of what you see is what you get, but there is a boundary there. So unless I really, you know, unless you're a family member, it's interesting because if there's private stuff going on, like private celebrations, there was one just recently that a big thing just happened on a personal level. And it's amazing how, when you look at it in this in this way, that who you would choose to tell. So a big person thing happened to me just recently. And I remember, I think I text my brother, I text a few family members about this because I wanted them to be, it was a big thing for me. There was a lot of hard work and it was, you know, it was just something that was like, I wanna share this. On social media, it's a different kettle of fish because you don't know the people you're talking to or you don't have that specific family bond but they're with you on the journey because they know you online and they see what you put up and they feel connected to you. Another aspect of it, I've talked about my health. Now, it's weird because in the next episode that you're going to hear, I kind of, we touch on that a little bit. But when it comes to mental health, it's weird because there's, there's still a little bit of a taboo sub- subject because there is a saying of misery loves company. There's also woe is me. And mainstream media has done a lot. I give it a shoe. You know, it's done a lot to get mental health into, into the mainstream, you know, into society. But still there are taboos about it. And you don't see many... Uh, well classified I guess would be the word disabled people in the media mainly I mean I think there's one daytime tv and the one daytime tv show in the mainstream media that comes to mind where there is one disabled or perhaps two disabled people working on that show but when it comes to health I think an aspect of it is that there is like there are two lots of extremes. There is one where you're, you know, you're seeing yourself as bedridden or you're seeing yourself as, I guess, in a way, on the scrap heap. And in that way, it's like misery loves company. And you have the other aspect where, by society standards, you're not thriving, but you're doing your best into you. You're, you know, you're hitting milestones and you're hitting the unknowns. And you're like, okay, this is somewhere I've never been before. And you don't see anybody else doing that. On the flip side of that, you could say you draw a comparison. 
because no two people on social media are the same and much like life you go down different roads and you're not going to have the same experience as someone close to you you might have the same background but you're not going to have the same experience so when it comes to mental health and social media i find this quite interesting because social media i have heard a lot that <laughs> people want it, people want and need to take breaks from social media from both platforms that i'm on instagram and twitter they both want to and need to take breaks and that's fine because you're spending a lot of time and the amount of effort that goes into taking a picture planning the picture someone might decide to take a picture but you don't see that okay I mean I do it when I take a picture at home I see what's in the background is there anything like a bill you don't want someone to see because of the address is there you know is there specific things you don't want somebody to see and all of that planning takes a lot of mental health you know it takes a lot of mental energy because you're trying to protect you and yourself and your you know yourself and your loved ones from what others may be looking at and what uh, you know we live in a world and we don't know who is seeing what we're putting out there but to an extent we do have control over it so when I look at the mental health aspect I think it draws along the lines of comparing yourself and I think when it comes to social media in particular especially Instagram because that's a well-known platform for doing it you know you see pictures they, they may have been tweaked they may have not been but you're comparing your immediate self where you are today to somebody and you don't know what's going on in their day-to-day -day life I mean it's a common occurrence where you hear someone saying you know you don't know what's going on behind closed doors you don't know what someone's going through but for a millennial it's quite interesting because like I said I didn't grow up with this so I didn't grow up with social media and the mindset I kind of relate to my older peers on this because I grew up with a baby boomer and so with this I mean I myself share that experience because social media didn't come into my life till my late teens early 20s and so I had a life before it when I speak to other people that are of a generation older baby boomers if you want to call them that but they kind of you know they come at it as they use social media in a different way and for me I find it interesting when we talk about mental health because if I had a, if I had a problem with mental health like lately I've been suffering with fatigue and that's something that I think I'm sitting with and trying to work out in my own sweet time but when I look about you know mental health I think that if I had a if I had to have a conversation with someone I think in my day-to-day -day life I already have people that I would talk to trusted people and people that have the you know your best interest at heart I'm not likely one to go on social media and to say about it so recently if you follow me on Instagram then you would have seen this recently I shared a picture and it's something that I don't usually share, but I thought, okay, I was encouraged to do so by my other half. So I shared a picture and it's weird how, I guess, fate has a part to play. So I'll, it will all become clear. But So I shared this picture and it was me having a really bad afternoon with fatigue. And this picture was of me lying in my bed and I was crying. 
because literally that's the only way that sometimes you can handle fatigue is to sit there and let the tears fall. And it's weird because in that split second when I shared that, I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to kind of be woe is me. I didn't want misery loves company because if you know me well enough, you'll know that's not me at all. But I was curious as to see how people will react to it. If I share an image of myself wearing a migraine strip and saying, you know, that I'm going to be out for the count for at least three days because a migraine's hit, you have people online that you know are migraine sufferers and can relate. But it's interesting how sometimes when you put an image up, you get one reaction and sometimes you get another reaction. And so for me, when it comes to mental health, I think it's really a good idea to put it into a department like everything else in life. So if you put it into a department where you have it, for me, work life. Sure, my health will affect it because my health is part of my body and that is the vehicle in which right now, being a physical person, that is the vehicle that I myself have to keep going, that is the vehicle I'm in. But when it comes to mental health, I really only suffer with it when I have fatigue because I have limitations put in front of me and it annoys me. It annoys me because... I, it's kind of like when you're a kid, you want to do something and your parents tell you you can't do that. And you're like, well, why not? The only thing is when you're an adult, you don't have someone telling you you can't do it. You have your body telling you it. And I have a natural instinct of rebelling. I want to rebel. That is my natural instinct. So with me, when it comes to mental health, it's kind of realizing if you rebel against something, it's going to be worse for you. And so When it comes to how I share that aspect of myself on social media, because it does have an effect on my working life, it does, you know, (laughs) my day is structured around getting as much as I can into my day, driving as well as I can, but also respecting my boundaries with my health. And I, I reckon that if you have health conditions, then I guarantee you'll relate. But yeah, with mental health, it's, it's an interesting one because... I remember when I was younger, if I said to my younger brother who had the games consoles, you know, do you want to play a game on PlayStation, you know, or something like that, I was up for it because it was a bit of, (laughs) it was escapism, you know, and we were competing against each other, we were also, both of us competing against a game on the Nintendo or whatever, and I have great memories of that, but I remember not once saying to my siblings, you know, Oh, I can't play PlayStation, I'm not really kind of feeling in the mental aspect of it, you know. I mean, once you get behind the games console and you've got the handheld console in your hands, you're in it, you know, you're you're in it, you're fighting bad guys and it's kind of like, come on, you know, <laughs> you want a piece of me, come on. That was, that was basically what I did in my misspent youth. Now you have a snapshot of that. But yeah, so when it comes to the mental health aspect, it's quite interesting how we have a platform on our phones or on our tablets and it can affect us in that way it's also a way of kind of like feeding machine because if you have social media again it has come down to what you use it for but it's kind of like you have to upload things to remain current now when it comes to instagram stories i use that in a way of sharing my day-to-day life or sharing what i come across or if i'm having a funny five minutes if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know it's a regular occurrence. I am what I am, okay? Just, just don't come at me with the judgment, okay? I am what I am. 
But when it comes to social media, I use it as a snapshot of my day. When it comes to comparison, I'll be honest, I have fallen in the in between the cracks on that. I think if you haven't on social media, you have to, I think. If you're spending an uh, aspect of your energy, I guarantee you have come across the aspect of comparison in some shape or form. It might be someone else that does the same job you do. Perhaps you're self-employed and you're advertising it. Or it's going to feed into it because if you have all these pictures in one place, and you're on a platform where it's dedicated to pictures, I guarantee it's going to feed into it. And also, it's a well-known fact, when it comes to Instagram, it's a highlight reel. And this brings me onto the thing of whether you use it as personal or whether you use it as, you know, employment. This is a fascinating thing. So for me, I used to use it, when I first came across Instagram, I used it as a personal thing. I use it to document my health conditions. But then I realised that, as with everything in life, I grew. And I realised that just wasn't benefiting me anymore. And I didn't like, you know, I did not like the aspect, the attitude of, why is me? I wanted, I wasn't seeing anybody really going out of their way to try and, you know, try and get the best out of their circumstance. And it kind of seemed to me when I first came onto Instagram that, yeah, you know, I've got migraines, I've got chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, endometriosis. Those are the four main conditions. And I also have anxiety because I don't think you can have this array of health conditions and not have anxiety thrown in. I mean, it's like having a cake without the cherry on top. But when it comes to Instagram, when I first went onto it, everyone was raving about it. And it was like the shiny, I call it SOS, shiny object syndrome. And with that, I realised that, okay, I'll give this a go. And so when I went on there, it was more about sharing similar stuff to what I share now. I shared a little bit of makeup. I shared me having a funny five minutes. And then I shared my health conditions. But then I realised that what I was putting the spotlight on, I didn't want to be known for. I didn't want to be seen as. And so as I've evolved... And I realised what, for lack of a better word, what lit me up, you know, what I got into, what I got out of it. I realised I wanted to spend all my time being known for that. I didn't want to be known as the one that's had operations because she's got endometriosis. I didn't want to be the one known as, oh, she's the one that's got migraines, you know, because in my real world, in my world offline, I've been known as like that. And I've been known as being, oh, Gem, you know, she's, she just stays at home all day. She doesn't do very much. You know, she watches TV and she doesn't do anything. I wanted to be known as being like, well, hold on a second. Before this came about, I've done A, B and C. I've got qualifications. I've had experience. You don't get to erase that to fit me into a box that I don't want to be in. So with that, I kind of, I realised I did not want to be compared with somebody else that had the same chronic health conditions I did. And I realised that different people come at things in different ways. But as time's grown, I mean, I've been podcasting Quirky Gems podcast. I think this will be my fourth year doing it. And even the podcast has grown. And it's quite interesting how, for me, I'm more about, okay, I realise that 
I've kind of been into the community of having chronic health conditions and people saying about, you know, all these different systems in the offline world, you know, how benefits are and how you're treated and how the healthcare system works and how, you know, you're fed up of being in pain and why are we in pain? And it's basically all really, it's a low level, but it's all really, when I say low level, it's not a positive experience and when I found that I was talking to different people and they're all saying the same thing they didn't care they didn't mention about what their hobbies were they didn't mention about maybe a project they're working on and I realized that if I compared where I was to where they were which is fine everyone is on a different journey but for me I realized that I didn't want to be associated with that I wanted to be the one you know I wanted to be someone that took something around with it and thought okay this is this is worked out this has gone a different way but we all know that looks wise it's, it's a common world fact you know that looks wise you can compare yourself to other people it's gonna happen if you see perfectly polished photographs on instagram you're gonna compare but it does depend on how you come at it I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram comparing myself to someone that's been airbrushed towards an inch of their life, a fake tan. And, I mean, if I was to compare myself to someone of my age, perhaps a wonder bra, other bras are available, a wonder bra, a push-up bra, hairy extensions, you know, teeth whitening, and poised in a specific way to look as though it's effortless. To me, it's kind of like, come on, we know that's not real. Who are you trying to kid? Come on. So for me, it's more along the lines of, no, I'm good. I'm staying in my own lane and I'm doing my own thing. I don't know where I'll end up. I'm just trusting my instinct and doing my own thing. And I think that's the best thing for it. So I just use social media myself as being like... I look through my keyhole, I look through what life is like and I think when it comes to new year and where we are right now, I think if you wanted to see how to look at social media and put it into a place, what do you get from it? For me, I enjoy listening, I enjoy kind of making content and I enjoy doing the podcast. I love the fact that I've got listeners that will press play every week and to you I thank you you know they press play every week they follow me on my socials and they know pretty much what's going on and I love the fact that on this journey you guys are you guys are following me we're on different paths we're on different journey we all do different things but you guys are following me and that is what I stay on social media for so for me that's what I use it for but let's see what you use it for because I went into social media and as you guys know, I have my trusty phone in front of me. I have screenshots. You know that if I don't have show notes or if I don't have screenshots, it's all up in the air. So I asked on the Twitter and Instagram what you guys use social media for. Let's get stuck in. So, just press on the screenshot and I'm greeted by a hair clip. This is what happens when you're trying to be clever, isn't it? Let's try this again, shall we? Okay, so... <laughs> If you're wondering what the hair clip is, check out my uh, social media. You'll see a hair clip broke on me. It's, it's still true raw. Okay, Andy Lloyd, which is at Scarfman Andy. Hiya. So he uses social media for company, venting, 
connection with the wider, wider world, news and current affairs, comradeship, you know, sports fan and political. Thank you, Andy, for your for getting involved. Thank you. Other Glasgow girl, Jordan, you may mention that, you know, I talked to the fact that we actually had a podcast episode together. If you guys haven't checked that out, go on back. It happened last year. It was a really good episode where we talked about social media and how we come at it. So Other Glasgow girl, she uses social media for work, connecting and staying informed. I love the connecting part as it's really helped feel less lonely, especially since the start of the pandemic. Thank you, Jordan, for that. And Tracy, just me being Mrs. B, we all remember Tracy, don't we? we I talked to Tracy about, because she was a social me- she is a social media manager, and uh, we talked about social media and, you know, how we come at that as well. And Tracy says, staying up to date with what's going on, work, connecting with others, and of course, entertainment. And she puts a wink emoji and a smile. Oh, I say. So, <laughs> thank you for everyone that got involved. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking more about social media as time goes on. Because, I, like I said, I'm fascinated by it. And I'm fascinated as to how we use it. So, uh, with that, this will lead on to next episode. All I can tell you about next episode, mark my words, you will not want to miss it so uh yeah i uh <laughs> i'll speak to you next week and uh, stay tuned to my social medias won't you all the details you need are coming up right now and wherever you're listening to quirky gems from just press the follow press that button that says follow and you'll never miss an episode thank you so much for listening this has been social media and life hope you've enjoyed it we've really blown it apart haven't we and uh yeah so uh let's chow on and see what the rest of 2022 has to offer when it comes to social media and more be a good one huh i reckon so so i will see you next week i am gem swallow this is quirky gems podcast thanks so much for listening Thank you for listening to Quirky Gems Podcast. And remember, new episodes drop every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow me on my socials on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Radio Gems.